You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Hello, storytellers. Here's another short episode in the series that I have chosen to call One Word Stories. This isn't about one word, but it is about the power of story in all of our lives. If I said to you that most of us are slaves to stories, I wouldn't be surprised if your response would be, no, 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 not me. I am definitely not a slave to any story. And I'd get it. After all, the statement I made would make anybody feel uncomfortable. But bear with me. Let's take a closer look at how stories are always operating in the background of our lives, making us feel certain things, and those feelings often making us take certain actions, or even worse, not take any actions at all, just kind of withdraw and avoid dealing with uncomfortable stuff. So, the mind is a very, very, the mind is a trickster. And here's how it plays tricks on us. Let's say you're feeling good. And all of a sudden, someone you know looks at you a certain way and you immediately interpret that look to mean they are upset with me or they don't like something that I did. And then that first thought triggers a whole series of other thoughts. You might even start to go back in time in your mind and find examples of other times when people looked at you in a certain way and you knew that there was something wrong. Now that narrative can continue to develop, it can spiral out of control, and it can actually get you pretty quickly to feel lousy, to feel down, to feel uncomfortable, upset. Sometimes we'll hear something or see something, and instead of taking a journey into the past, we project into the future. We start thinking about things that could possibly go wrong. Here's an example. You might be listening to the news and the announcer says that the economy is so bad that it's going to tank in the next six months. And then you shut the news off. And on the surface, you're not applying this to yourself. But suddenly, 
a thought comes into your mind. What if I suddenly lose my job? What if I don't have enough money in a few months to take care of all of my responsibilities? What if, what if, what if, what if it begins to spiral, anxiety, and a new narrative has taken us down a path that we don't like? Here's what I learned in my meditation practice. That the only thing that is real is the experience of the present moment. Any narrative that your mind attaches to that relates to the past or to the future is simply a made-up story. I know that may be a hard one to stomach. It may feel like, no, I'm smart. I can analyze things accurately. And when I think about things, either in the past or in the future, I'm thinking about reality. Hey, you'll only acknowledge that maybe what I'm saying is true when you begin to experience it for yourself. In fact, it's the only time you should acknowledge it. Don't believe it just because I'm saying it. But I have discovered that by disciplining my mind, by catching it when it starts to create stories, because we are basically storytelling machines, and it doesn't always serve us. The only thing that is real is the present moment. What does that mean? It means the actual physical experience of the moment. Maybe that experience is a tightness in your stomach. Maybe it's a um, a tingling in your skin. Maybe it's a, a feeling of nervousness that makes you break out into a sweat. Those are experiences. And they're real. But they just are. What makes them worse, what dramatizes them, is the narratives that we create around them and then allow our minds to attach to those narratives. So the discipline is this. If you get triggered into things that make you feel bad, take a breath and recognize that the trigger is just the trigger and it doesn't have to lead to a bigger, more uncomfortable story. I had that kind of experience just this evening. A few things happened that I didn't like. Things happened outside of my control. People said that they were going to do certain things. They promised to uh, be available for uh, a meeting, and they never showed up. And I started to feel bummed out. My energy began to get drained, and I became preoccupied. But because of this practice that I've learned in my meditation, I was able to take a step back and say, they did what they did. I can't control it. 
I might not have an answer for it at this moment. But what I can control is the story that I might create around it that's going to make me feel even worse. Try this on for size. It's a declaration that you can repeat. Call it an affirmation. You can repeat this once or twice a day to yourself. And it goes like this. I am the eye of the storm. I stay calm and centered regardless of anything. Another image for this is an image that I also received in my meditation training. It's beautiful. Think of the center of your mind, which is a always neutral. It's always a place that you can come to for peace and tranquility. And what upsets the peace and tranquility are random thoughts that spiral and develop into stories. Now, what if that center in your mind is a blue sky, a clear blue sky, and the thoughts are just clouds passing overhead? The only time that they will obscure the vision of the blue sky is if you attach to them, if you hold on to them, if you're not willing to let them just drift by. But the next time that one of those trigger thoughts drifts into your blue sky, just acknowledge it and say, hey, there it is, a cloud, and allow it to pass and focus slowly with a deep breath on the blue sky, the tranquility within. Your circumstances do not have to define who you are. You can either be the master of your life and your stories, or you can be enslaved by your stories. Which one feels better? Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.